The Foreign Service has put a face on the State Department's diplomatic mission, especially diplomats often overlooked spouses, children, and other members of the family. It recently recognized them formally for their volunteerism wherever their spouses ended up. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has that story. Whether it's standing up an emergency medicine program in Mozambique or developing a love for reading in the children of Mexico, the men and women who travel alongside their spouses in the Foreign Service play pivotal roles overseas. At a recent ceremony at the State Department, the agency awarded the Secretary of State Award for Outstanding Volunteerism Abroad. The award went to the spouses of three Foreign Service officers and one recently retired Foreign Service officer. Agency spokeswoman Heather Nauert said Foreign Service spouses serve as a force multiplier for the State Department. Your efforts make our Foreign Service families stronger, which in turn strengthens our government's ability to successfully conduct our foreign affairs. As Secretary Pompeo often says, you don't get a paycheck, but your work is just as important as the work that the Foreign Service officers do. Secretary Pompeo in May lifted the hiring freeze on both agency employees and eligible family members, or EMFs. Pompeo originally planned to speak at the award ceremony, but was called away due to a meeting with Mexican officials in Houston. But his wife, Susan Pompeo, thanked the award recipients on his behalf. The legacy that you have left, this organization and those people in those places where you chose to give a little part of you will absolutely exist in perpetuity. And we are grateful and unbelievably impressed. So congratulations to all of you. Abigail Henkin Way is an emergency medicine attending physician. Both she and her husband, an assistant program manager with the Centers for Disease Control, are stationed in Maputo, Mozambique. Working through a local medical school, Hankin Way launched an emergency medicine residency program. She said that she is training the first class of emergency medicine physicians in the entire country. The things we often can take for granted here in the U.S., the knowledge you can call an ambulance, the knowledge you can go to an emergency department and have a skilled, trained physician take care of you, are, are things that many people around the world don't have access to. And I think the extent that we, as a country... We as individuals can strengthen that emergency care network. We actually also help to strengthen and buttress the rest of our global public health efforts. Hank and Way started her journey as an EMF in August of 2015. Despite the recognition for her work in Mozambique, she said having a spouse in the Foreign Service can bring unexpected twists. I think one of the things that happens with Foreign Service families especially Foreign Service spouses, is you probably had one plan for how your life was going to go. And marrying the Foreign Service, marrying um, another U.S. government position that takes you overseas in this way, really may shake up that plan. But I think what can come out of that are kind of paths and kind of even an understanding of what you yourself are capable of and who you might become that you don't know the moment you get on that flight the first time. And I think that's actually the beauty and wonder of it. And it can be frightening to let go of control and not let go of that plan you had before. But I think the recognition is from so many of us, what you'll find on the other side that is not that plan is actually incredibly richer and more beautiful than what you expected. She said that traveling with small children also presents its own challenges. The first residence we were at, our temporary residence, had showers but no bathtub. And my kids, my youngest, was about 15 months old. So um, for a while after we arrived at Post, whenever somebody else in the mission community would invite us to dinner, we'd say, 
we'd love to come to dinner. Also, we can arrive early and give our kids a bath. Before moving on to their next post, Hank and Way expects that six physicians will have completed the program's training. Nicola Hill has been stationed in Guangzhou, China for two years. She was recognized for her efforts managing the consulate's Women in Society group. Through this organization, Hill has helped launch public awareness events on domestic violence and sexual assault, as well as networking events for Chinese women entrepreneurs. Because of the lack of a bilateral work agreement between the U.S. and China, spouses can only work at the consulate. But due to security concerns, consulate workers generally need security clearances. Spouses are put in an interesting situation because we're often not coming in as employees, but we are actually interacting with locals more than our direct hire spouses are because they're working, you know,、uh, nine to five at the consulate, even working some longer hours than that. But we're out in the community and we need things to do. Despite being more than eight thousand miles away from Washington, Hill said policy decisions made domestically can still have a ripple effect at foreign posts. I definitely saw over the course of our time in Guangzhou that morale went up and down, especially with the hiring freeze. That was tough on morale. Despite the contentious relationship between the U.S. and China, Hill said foreign service family members play a big role in improving those relationships. You, as an EFM, get to set the tone for your family. You get to set the tone for your community. In Guangzhou, Hill also joined an international choir. In an orchestra, both gave her opportunities to interact with local residents. She said she also took Mandarin lessons to improve her ability to chat with her local peers. Just having conversations, recognizing also that any interaction that we have with locals reflects on the United States as well. They see us and they see that we're Americans, and they already may have judgments about who we are and what we're going to be like. And I think. Being a kind, open person, willing to talk to people, was really great for me, but also good for the U.S.、Uh, relations there as well. Matt Ellsworth is a recently retired member of the Foreign Service. He was recognized for his volunteer work in helping the people of Cyprus track down ancestry records. His genealogical database already contains more than twenty-five thousand names. Ellsworth believes that he has access to enough records to provide twice as many names as that. Ellsworth has a good idea of why the judges chose him as a finalist. That's because the genealogy project can help reconcile the political tensions between Greece and Turkey. Both countries lay claim to the island nation. They could see that my project, whether I intended it originally or not, reaches across the divide. It's a unifying sort of thing. So here's somebody in the foreign service spending his spare time on a volunteer basis to do what the embassy is trying to do officially. Promote by communal understanding and unification in, in in Cyprus. While the Foreign Service offers opportunities for Americans to immerse themselves in the local culture, Ellsworth said that not everyone in the Foreign Service takes advantage of that. There are some who go overseas and do their best to pretend that they have not gone overseas. Meaning that they frequent the supermarkets that have the American products. They use all of the kind allowances that the State Department has, so that you can, if you want. Live a very American life. They don't necessarily step into the issues. They don't necessarily step into the hearts and minds of the local community. The people who with me receive the awards today have stepped into those communities in a big way. Jessica McInerney is an EMF stationed in Ciudad Juarez, Mexico. She earned her award for her work in building a school library that contains more than 2,000 books in both English and Spanish. 
because I was able to start this library and give these children an opportunity to check out books on a weekly basis and give them a variety of books to choose from where they may not have even been exposed to certain types of books in the past, and it just instills that love of reading. McInerney also helped raise $6,000 for the school library to buy new books. She said that finding projects to work on at foreign posts requires a self-starter attitude. I can't wait for someone to give me a call or send me an email with some sort of opportunity or ask someone to help me or wait for someone else to reply to me. I just have to get out there and do it. Jory Heckman, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check out Jory's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.